Welcome to the NRSNG.com podcast, the podcast created by nurses for nurses. Are you ready to take your learning to the next level? Sit back and crank up the volume. Here's your host, John Haas. Before we get started with today's podcast, I want to let you guys know about MedMaster Course. That's MedMasterCourse.com. MedMasterCourse.com is our complete pharmacology course designed specifically to help nursing students and new nurses understand and demolish nursing pharmacology. Within MedMaster Course, you get every single podcast episode ever recorded. You also get eight plus hours of high definition videos explaining the most common medication classes in high detail. You also get tons of freebies and handouts. Uh, This is the course you need. We also go over math for meds. We cover the 12 tips to answering any pharmacology question. We basically give you the tools you need to completely demolish nursing pharmacology. So head over to medmastercourse.com and check that out, and we'll see you on the inside. Okay, so we're going to talk about terbutaline. Uh, trade name is Breath Air. So terbutaline uh, is indicated for asthma, COPD, and previously it was indicated for preterm labor to help uh, stop preterm labor. However, um, I just read today on FDA uh, that back in uh, 2011, 2012 or so, uh, it was February 17, 2011, they made a warning that terbutaline should not be used for treatment of preterm labor. Um, and what they say specifically, um, that injectable terbutaline should not be used in pregnant women for prevention of prolonged or prolonged treatment of preterm labor in either the hospital or outpatient setting because of the potential serious maternal health problems and death. Um, and they say that oral terbutaline uh, may have pro- will have similar safety concerns. So that uh, previously this was a medication that was used for treatment of preterm labor, but um, according to FDA, it's not something that should be used anymore. But I can't promise you that you won't get a question on NCLEX about it. Um, <clears throat> so what does it do? Well, it's a bronchodilator, and pharmacologically, it's an adrenergic. So what it does, I know we talked about this before, like albuterol and salmeterol. Um, it produces bronchodilation by stimulating the beta-2 adrenergic receptors. By doing that, we create that kind of fight-or-flight dilation of the bronchioles, and we allow the patient to get air in by dilating that bronchial, opening it up, and allowing air to pass through. So some of the things to keep in mind here, I'm not going to go a ton more into the beta, you know, beta receptors and everything, because <clears throat> we've done that in other lectures. I think it's something that you should spend time kind of studying more. Um, excuse me. So I, I really think it's something you need to spend time studying more in depth uh, than just in a lecture like this. But some of the things to keep in mind is that beta blockers can actually reduce the effect of uh, these beta adrenergic receptor um, agonists. So kind of be careful when you're administering like a beta blocker with a bronchodilator. Also assess respiratory status. You should monitor for hypoglycemia. Um, and the biggest thing, again, is just monitoring respiratory status. Um, and I just, I don't know, I can't promise you that the NCLEX isn't going to ask you about a question with this in, in regards to preterm labor uh, because they can be um, years behind on removing questions 
with changes in uh, kind of that happen in the health world. So if they do ask you a question about preterm labor, realize that it's very important to monitor maternal and fetal uh, vital signs if used for preterm labor. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Um, and this medication specifically can cause decreased potassium levels. So what I really want you to keep in mind if we're talking respiratory status alone, um, I want you to keep in mind what beta-2 adrenergic receptors are, what bronchodilators are going to do, how they're going to stimulate that, and then I want you to understand what uh, kind of what happens when we stimulate those beta-2 receptors and what happens when we block them. And that's going to get you through what you need to know. Um, and again, always administer bronchodilators before you give other respiratory medications so we can open it up and get the other medication into the airway. All right, hope that helps and happy nursing. All right, thanks for checking out the show today uh, and for supporting NRSNG.com. Head over to MedMasterCourse.com and check out our pharmacology course designed to help you demolish nursing pharmacology. Head over there, check it out, and we'll see you on the inside. Thank you for listening to the NRSNG.com podcast. Visit us at NRSNG.com for disclaimer information and to keep the learning going.